Hey everybody, welcome to Hire Us Hollywood, the podcast where we pitch ideas for the shows Hollywood should be making. We are your co-hosts, Diana and Jackie, who are living the millennial dream of starting your own podcast, which is basically just the updated version of starting your own band. Each week, we take turns pitching ideas we have for a ridiculous show, which probably only makes sense for the Netflix generation. These stories are usually inspired by the two of us working together at the fruit stand. And then to introduce ourselves, we have our one host, Jackie, who can frequently be found wearing a Riptar onesie. And then Diana, whose favorite series is Dear America. And then her favorite individual book is A Wide and Lonesome Prey. Have questions? Ask her. I was very obsessed with, like, the scene where the child ate, like, hemlock and died. And I thought I was going to, like, be in the forest and eat hemlock and die when I was a Girl Scout. It was a thing when I was a child, just to be clear. <laughs> you know, details. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the podcast. Um, today, it is Jackie's turn to pitch a story. And I am very eager to see what TV show she has come up with this week. All right, so Diana, the title of the show is called Taxidermy Olympics. And before you start judging me, let me give you some background. (laughs) Imagine, like, people get so into, like, their activities, and whether that's, like, Pinteresting or, in this case, literally taxiderming animals so you can put them up on your mantles, sometimes people's passion is really, really infectious. So the whole idea for this podcast is that you get people who like taxidermy and then you go to either like their conventions or you hold like competitions where there's like judges and different things like that and there would be different categories for like super large animals small animals things like that but like why not like this could be like the antique road show but for like animals that just happen to be dead and somebody taxidermied okay jackie i have some questions immediately Number one, is this, like, a reality show? Like, are we actually going to be finding, like, taxidermists? Or are we doing, like, a scenario where we are, like, what is, like, best in show where it's a satire thing? Like, do we actually have to go out and find someone who's, like, oh, I've just stuffed this, like, rabid raccoon I found on the side of the road? Or is it, like, a fake one? So, I kind of want to find the real one. I want to, like... Those people are such characters. And, like, yes, I would never do that myself. But, like, imagine doing, like, something that you could see, like, on Old School History Channel, like, after American Pickers or on, like, the Discovery Channel. Or, like, in this case, it could even be, like, TLC or PBS. But, like, I want people to show their artistry. And, like, you could have different animals. Like, obviously, I don't want to show somebody, like, gutting their poor animal, specifically their poor dog. But, like, taxidermy is totally a thing. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I feel like you've told me a story before where you, like, found, like, a taxidermy, like, was it, like, a squirrel or something in your attic or something from your grandparents? So, fun (laughs) fact, and my mom's probably gonna kill me for this, so, hey, mom, um, (laughs) but my, uh, my mom's grandparents, so, like, on my mom's side of the family, there were furriers. So, like, randomly in my grandmother's house, there's, like, really nice, like, fur coats and other, like, fur decor. Like, they're not, like, like there's stuff you would wear, but, like, uh, there's definitely, like, things on, like, that side of the family. But, like, when, like, in recent years, my mom was cleaning out, like, a closet and being, like, a really great daughter. And supposedly she just starts screaming, 
bloody murder. And she starts screaming for my dad, who was also there helping clean something random in my grandmother's house. So finally, she's like screaming for my for my dad, like, Michael, Michael, you have to come here. And she refused to go back into like the room and she refused to go back into the closet. My dad was like, what's going on? Like, what is it? And like, supposedly there was like a taxidermied like chipmunk from when my grandfather was like a Boy Scout in like the 1940s or 1950s. And my dad definitely had to take it out of my grandmother's home before my mom would enter back into that room. Wait, wait. So your grandfather had like taxidermied this like as a as a Boy Scout, like as like a 10 year old. Like That's how like the story goes. So like, Maybe, like, the thing to note is also, like, my grandfather, even though he had three daughters, like, was really active in the Boy Scouts and would help out. So, like, give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe instead of the 40s and 50s, it was, like, the 70s. But nonetheless, there had been, like, a taxidermy chipmunk just, like, chilling there. For- yeah, I mean, it was either, like, we're going to go with, like, a taxidermy chipmunk because then it's, like, love and care versus, like, a random animal. But, like, yes, there was just, like, an animal, like, hanging out that scared the living daylights out of my mom. <laughs> and so I'm assuming this was like the inspiration for this idea. Or do you have like other sources so, of inspiration? Though, like the random family members who are like furriers and like my sister's like main pack, like my sister has this thing where she'll know she has really made it when she has a really fancy fur coat. But like part of it is this is totally dedicated to our friend Steve Paul, who like showed me like a video or two about like people who that's like what they did like that was their like hobby and that was their thing and like they cared so much and there actually is like a lot of artistry like I'm a squeamish person I cannot survive without indoor plumbing I am that girl whatever I own my basicness all day every day I do love me a good Starbucks but like he showed it to me and like his eyes were like so alive and he was so excited to show me like this video and that video and I was like man like this is actually really like fun to like see something like so radically different than like what you would normally do and like I think it's cool too it's like it's such a thing like haven't you ever like wandered into the wrong restaurant and you're like why is there a moose head is it a real moose head like what if you could just be like oh I kind of sort of know how they do that or like there's this part of America that like travels around and like does this oh my lord okay so this is like a real legitimate thing. So do the Olympics already exist? Or would you be like, would it be like one of those shows like nailed it or whatever? We're like, you're like, here's the competition. I've gathered like the five best taxidermists and whatever the Midwest. And now you must make that you know what I mean? Like, is it a competition? Or is it more like a documentary thing? I think it's, like, both, because I don't actually know if there's, like, I assume there are conventions, and I assume there might be, like, a blue ribbon, like, best in show, so we would have to look at it, but, like, I really actually want there to be, like, a host, so I'm thinking, like, the guy who plays Ron Swanson would be the host. (laughs) Nick Offerman? I think Nick Offerman would make a great host, because he does have, like, I think he's, like, a woodsman, like, he whittles, and he does all of these great things, so, like, I'm imagining Nick Offerman both hosts and narrates it, but it's, like, it's only, like, a half-hour slot, but, like, there's definitely, like, a guiding thing, so it's, like, pretty close to Nailed, kind of, sort of, like, uh, the Great Antique Roadshow, like, there's, like, assessments, and, like, I want people to, like, learn, so, like, maybe, like, there's like squirrels that have gone like have like become different types of squirrels or like you know what about the buffalo like to somebody it's important 
What do you mean squirrels that have become a different type of squirrels? Like a squirrel evolution? Well, like, okay, so, like, supposedly there's, like, the, like, the black squirrels, and then there's, like, the brown squirrels, but, like, there has to be, like, some, like, scientific, like, oh, like, the family of, like, explorableist squirrel to not explorableist squirrel. Okay, so I don't think I took enough zoology classes in college to fully... I totally to made that up. I have no idea. I don't know. We're definitely gonna need like a fact fact checker on this one. But if like, anybody yeah. wants to be an intern, hit <laughs> us up. You can must happily have, must have knowledge of squirrels and taxidermy. Also, like anyone who's like PETA and like all this stuff is not gonna like this show. They're gonna boycott it, Jackie. But what if it's like humane? I don't I don't know if taxidermy can be humane. I mean these people love their animals. Is it like but like how did they get them cuz they're they're dead? So this is what I wanted to ask you because <laughs> like there's a lot of questions like is there a specific category for like not smushed roadkill that you brought back to life? Stop. I feel like that'd be like a zombie, like a zombie taxidermy like possum. Fair, and I know you are not a fan of raccoons, but, like, what if you, like, saved somebody from, like, a literal rabid animal, and then you, like, took the rabies out of the animal, because, like, the animal would be dead, and then you're, like, contributing to society. I feel like if an animal has rabies, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna taxidermy it, don't, wouldn't you get rabies doing it? I don't know. We really need to research this topic more. I have no, like, I'm from, like, the Chicago suburbs, Jackie. Like, you know I don't go hunting. I mean, Diana, I'm also from the Chicago suburbs and know absolutely nothing. But, like, in my head, this is, like, really funny. Because then you could have, like, a special episode of the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. And, like, I just love the idea that there would be, like, different categories for different size animals. And just, like, can you imagine, like, the 90-second montage of people, like, staging their animals? Like, it would be so cool. Like a diorama. Like, you can dress it up in, like, a little, like, a little... Mm -hmm an outfit like oh here's like some taxidermy rabbits and a little covered dragon crossing the oregon trail a hundred percent this is where the artistry comes in like that's so is much fun like we could get some like joanne sponsorship in there maybe some hobby lobby if we're feeling generous but like cabela's a cu- yeah one of our the conclusion can be in a cabela's Oh, my land. So, like, for the actual show, like, is there a plot? Like, is it, like, following, like, a specific, like, guy as he traveled, or girl, as they travel through the taxidermy Olympics? They're like, oh, I'm here at the regionals, and I need to get it to, like, sectionals and nationals. I don't know. All my stuff is based on Glee right here. Um, (laughs) What do you, like, how is this, is this actual show working, I guess? (laughs) That's a great question. Maybe it will be like the off-brand American Ninja Warrior where there's like regionals, sectionals, and then they like kind of come together. But I do love that everybody could get like each episode would have like a blue ribbon for like separate categories. So like, yes, there's like small and then big, but like we would also have like individual things like small animal, cutest diorama, most creative use of glitter. Like that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like each week, like Ron Offerman, what's his name? Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. I'm really sorry, Nick Offerman. I know your wife is Megan Mullaney, and I'm a really big it's fan. Not, not Megan Mullaney. <laughs> yeah, he's totally married to Megan Mullaney. 
It's Megan Mullally. I gotta work on this. Jackie, oh my god. I'm, like, very sorry for, like, literally everybody I'm offending. Not only is it PETA, it's all these people today. But, like, I just imagine that, like... Yeah, and, like, since it's only, like, 20 minutes, like, most of it's, like, are they going to finish the diorama in time? Going back to... Wait, can Donnelly be the co-host with Nick Offerman? I will not say no. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, like, yeah, it's, like, it's only, like, basically, like, 22 minutes. But, like, there's definitely, like, a sense of, like, competition in each episode. But, like, I also want, like, people to be able to, like, learn more. Like, this is an educational show at its core. Yes. I think it would be an educational show. So for like not ne- – we're like – Diana, we're not necessarily city folk. But we're not farm folk. We're not going to school in Indiana. We are not – we are suburban folk, Jackie. I am so okay with that. So like us suburban folk could learn a little something every episode. You know what it needs? It needs to be, like, pop-up video, but, like, pop-up taxidermy facts, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or farm facts for us, you know, city slickers, suburban slickers. I think it'd be funny. I think that would be so great, though. Like, who, like, I would not change the channel if, like, all of a sudden I got, like, a side fact to be like, oh, taxidermy goes back to Century X, and, like, this is, like, a really good way of, like, knowing like you could like chemical date something like i'm making this up like imagine like if somebody was able to be like taxidermy chipmunk Mm -hmm. like you know what like like how could this go wrong i mean it could go wrong in so many ways like oh my god i think like i could see so many horrific situations coming like a like a seeing eye dog gone like rabbit in this like taxidermy olympic however Wait, Jackie, what do you mean? Like, seeing Idog gets loose and just eats all the taxidermy? Like, I feel like I want to fact check that to see if that ever happened. I don't think it would. Like, the dog would be well behaved because it's a seeing Idog, right? You know what? I overlooked that not so small fact. Unless it's like a really poorly trained seeing Idog. It's like one of the people who got like just a fake vest off Amazon just because they want to take their dog into like Target with them. Plot twist. There's a, like, we randomly have challenges thrown in. So, like, one of them is, like, randomly, like, a not-so-good seeing eye dog that's not actually a seeing eye dog is, like, let loose. So you have to, like, scatter your stuff and then, like, reset it up really fast. I feel like that's very much an Olympic challenge. Yeah. So, like, okay. So not only is this show educational, not only is this show, like, artistic and, like, very, like, lumberjacky, like, you know perfect for like that like portlandia but like we randomly have to throw them curveballs like oh there's no lights until like like everybody like can judge you or like oh yeah you only have x amount of minutes to set this up or you know you can only use like real fauna like i think that would be so much fun and now i'm feeling that this is sort of like a project runway vibe i mean this would cater to a new audience. Like, imagine if there was, like, Project Runway, but, like, for people who, like, Duck... What was that one show? Duck... Fantasy? Duck Fantasy? What? What's that one show with, like, that one... Like, Duck Tales. I don't think that's what it's called. Whatever. But, like... <laughs> 
what is it like those people who were like who like shot ducks duck dynasty beards? duck dynasty right yeah so we would appeal to that crowd so your audience is specifically the people who watch duck dynasty yeah but they want to learn something but like don't you think they already know well that's why we have to have creative animals so okay, are you like are we having like any like hum- in- humor in this, or is the humor like unintentional? Like, does the humor just come from like you're seeing like? I think oh, God. the humor I'm just like comes naturally. On a thing, I just I feel like so many moments like I just feel like from the office like Jim looking at the camera, like <laughs> you watch someone taxidermy a diorama of possums playing poker and you're just like uh where I am mean, i i would watch that like of all of the the time i have literally wasted i would 100 percent watch somebody setting up like a poker scene with small animals and like putting the cards precisely in their paws like that sounds like a great way to spend my time so I have, I have more questions. So we we know it will be about like what they do, we, and this is like a lot about like the subculture. Because I vaguely remember Steve Paul showed me one of these videos before, like, and I think the draw was because of like these people are so intensely into like this is their hobby, this is their passion, you know. Like, would you have any of like the the drama from like the competing like teams or like being like oh the you know so-and-so family is like our arch enemies for the last 30 years like would you dive into that drama or are we strictly focusing on the competition oh we would totally do that drama but like imagine if like either like the second half of the season or like fingers crossed like the second season would be kind of sort of like all-star edition but not really but like there would be like these short things where it'd be like they'd stare across each other at the room because they have a restraining order so they cannot be next to each other when they make their exhibits Oh my gosh, this is very, like, see, this makes me think, like, I feel like these scenarios we are setting up, like, are these scenarios truly out there? How do we not know the taxidermy bunch aren't just, like, a bunch of, like, loving pals, you know? I mean, how would we have guessed that Cake Boss had so much drama? I mean, that's a, f- you know what, but you also have seen, like, Bridezillas and how they get about their cakes, you know? Have you seen Bridezillas get upset about their taxidermy, like, chipmunks i mean what if it's like one or two episodes was like hey this restaurateur wants to create this like restaurant der with like (laughs) really fancy taxidermy so like people are like competing to get into this like fancy fancy restaurant this isn't a fancy restaurant get into the steakhouse like what type of steakhouse have you seen that has like have you ever been to like wyoming only Wyoming (laughs) (laughs) like I have been to like as a kid when my family would go out west there was like several several restaurants that were like way too dark that definitely had like humongous taxidermied animals like this is where half of it comes from like whether that was like a fake like moose head but like there are like three or four distinct memories of just these like random steakhouses my family like ambled into very willingly and, like, there were nice restaurants, like, there were fine restaurants. It wasn't like they were gross or anything, but, like, they just were steak restaurants in, like, Wyoming and, like, those areas, like, Colorado, that had these, like, humongous animals. Like, you know there's, like, pla- there's like pizza places out here that have those, right, Jackie? Yeah, but it's so much better if it's Wyoming. 
I don't know. So, fun fact, there's a pizza place in Crystal Lake, shout out Nick's Pizza Pub, that whenever my mom would take me and my sister when we were little, at one point we would refuse to go in because we would cry at all, like, the dead taxidermy animals that were, like, set up scenically. So my mom would lie to us and tell us they all died naturally, and that would be the only way we would go inside and eat pizza. That's a little fun fact for you. I'm sorry if this brought up any, like, hard memories for you, Diana. No, it's okay. She eventually told us that she lied to us. She was like, Diana, I have to tell you the truth. And I was like, well, thank you for your honesty in this trying time. See? But, like, taxidermy is everywhere. It's even at Nick's Pub. Right. You know, it's it's everywhere. It's but, okay. for sponsorship. <laughs> so many sponsors okay so we have your audience we're already thinking a couple seasons here um so next question like what is your dream network or streaming service for this very specific show so like there's like two or three different angles for it if we're yeah. leaning towards like more educational like it would be great on like a pbs so like then it's really for everyone but like if we're thinking like quick camera cuts and like drama drama but like drama llama not actual drama like yeah. i have three networks in mind i have like tlc because the show would be great after like my weird addiction or i didn't know i was pregnant if either of those shows are still on or yeah more questions i could see this being like a discovery channel from like 10 years ago when i used to watch discovery channel or this would be fantastic if History Channel did, like, American Pickers. Like, this would be a great backstop for that. You know, they have a lot of shows now. Like, I think it's History Channel. They have, like, Forged in Fire where they're making, like, swords and things like that. You know? Like, why not? How? So, yeah. So, we oh. either have PBS, Public Broadcast Station, or we mm-hmm. have the History Channel. And, you know, History Channel, we are calling your number. Do they? And I think they have, like, a, like a streaming app. Like, this could all work out so well. I feel like this would be, like, one of those shows that you would go to, like, your grandparents' house and your grandpa would be watching it. And you'd be like, Grandpa, what is this? But then you would, like, w- sit down and you'd be watching it with him. And you're like, oh, dang, this is amazing. And then you would, like, tweet about it. And then all of a sudden, it'd be, like, on BuzzFeed, like, 45 gifts from, like, this show, you know? It's like, a show hole. It'd just be, like... You'd be like, I'm not interested in this. And then you would sit down to it and you'd be like, no, this is everything. This is like this. It's the Steve Paul effect. You didn't know it existed. You didn't know you were interested. But his passion is infectious. And then you're interested. You know, that's very true. Um, Also, so we know you want your host to be, (laughs) let's say his name right, Nick Offerman. Potential co-host John Mulaney. No, Um, his wife, Megan Mulaney. Oh, Megan Mullally. It's not Mulaney. Okay, either John Mulaney or Megan Mullally? <laughs> Megan. Mul- it's Megan Mullally. <laughs> I'm so sorry, people. So, like, any or all of the three, just let us know. Oh, my gosh. Also, do you have a theme song? Like, what is the vibe? Okay, so, like, I have two ideas for this. One would be, like, Mumford & Sons with, like, some classy banjo. Okay. But, like, if Mumford & Sons is booked, like, I'm pretty sure the Lumineers would, would, would you know, spread the toast. 
<laughs> you say they'll spread the dose. <laughs> I was trying to like fish for like something. I was gonna make like a hey ho joke from like their one song that got really famous, but like uh, it's like how my uh, the new phrase that I'm trying to get along. Um, for the audience to know, not only do I seize the pun, but like I'm always trying to come up with something new, and they're usually moronic. My new thing that is absolutely stupid is to say, like, instead of saying, don't look down your nose, like, don't look, like, down on somebody, like, down your nose, which I think is a phrase. I'm trying to say, that's not something to sneeze at. I feel like that's a phrase. Awesome. It's already working. I think it is. I feel like that's something my mom said before. So if I'm just trying to emulate your mom, she's a really wonderful lady. So I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think she's pretty cool. So yeah, so like people that like tweet at us, Instagram at us, slide into those DMs. If you are also being like, don't sneeze at that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah. So in conclusion, um, if anyone in Hollywood is like listening to this amazing podcast idea and you like this idea, you want to put it on the History Network, um, feel free to hire us. You know, reach out to us. All our social media accounts on the Twitter, on the Instagram, or at Hire Us Hollywood. And, you know, call out a girl. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And next week, Diana will be the one pitching to me whatever mischief she has created. And I will be on the edge of my seat until she tells it to me. (laughs) Oh, yay. See you guys next week. Bye.